Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Reconsider, part of the Agora Podcast Network, where we don't do the thinking for you. Today, I want to introduce you to another new show from our friends over at Wondery called This Is War. Now, war, of course, is one of those issues that it's very hard to have a real political conversation about. It's highly emotionally charged. People have a lot of misconceptions, and they usually listen to only one narrative about what's really going on. And so it's hard to learn what the ground reality is, especially for our soldiers who are the ones on the ground. And so This Is War brings you the personal accounts from the men and women who have fought in America's recent war. How does the reality of combat affect these brave soldiers? How do they overcome the physical and psychological scars suffered on and off the battlefield? You'll hear firsthand accounts of the journeys of these veterans who've experienced the highs and lows of serving their country. You'll hear personal tales of comrades in arms and the emotional road they travel returning to their lives back home. In this episode, we meet Ian Mearns. A month before his senior year in high school, when he was just 17 years old, Ian walked into the recruitment office and signed up on the Deferred Entry Program. This was in August of 2001. A year later, the world had completely changed, and he was entering the military under very different circumstances than he anticipated. Here's a short preview. Enjoy. Heroism is something bestowed. It isn't something people strive after. We look at actions and in retrospect we call them heroic, but the people who rise to the occasion never seem to. A lot of times it can sound like false modesty, but that rarely is the case. Heroism isn't found in courage or in strength, but rather in a commitment to duty, the ability to swallow, shake your head, Pick up one foot and put it down in front of the other. Move forward and do your job. Telling stories of the American combat veteran gives us a chance to look at heroism, honor, and duty through the lens of real lives and see the practical influence of a life in service to one's country. But there is something to be said about the will to put yourself in harm's way. The will to do what's right, to take on and live up to a duty to something beyond yourself. After all, they do call it the service. Ian Mearns did two tours in Iraq. The first one was bad, the second one was worse. But the question you want to ask yourself is, how long can you stay brave? After all, bravery isn't the lack of fear, it's action in the face of it. And every day, 
Ian acted in the face of fear. It's me and my friend, and we're laying out in this courtyard place, and we start getting rocketed, and we're like, at that time, I was just like, fuck it. Like, I didn't care, because I, I, if I run inside, it's going to hit anyways. If I stay where we're at, and nobody else moved. We just watched it, because it happened so much. It happened so many times at that point. We didn't move. And in the morning, we talked about it, and it's like, how fucked up is that? No one moved. No one, no one ran to get cover because there's nothing you could do. I know in my heart, if I had to, I would have done anything to save somebody or do whatever. But I, I knew that I, I knew for a fact I was going to die. And that fear is so pervasive. At 17 years old, a month before his senior year in high school started, Ian walked into the recruiter's office and signed up for the delayed entry program. He would leave the following July. Next to his name, he wrote the date. It was August 7th, 2001. I joined August 7th. Up to that point, there'd been Kosovo, there'd been uh, Somalia with the Black Hawk Down stuff. But within the last 10 years, there hadn't been anything. For me, I didn't really understand how much was going on in the world. And then September 11th happened and I joined. And all of a sudden, the whole process and the whole entire reality of me going to the Marine Corps is completely different. You know, my job is I picked was combat engineer because my recruiter was that. And he said that I would be able to go down to Guatemala and all these different South American countries and help build stuff. But then, you know, meet all these girls and all these things and filled my head with these, you know, Hollywood things of just traveling the world and having fun and meeting meeting women and doing all these things. But um, yeah, that was a big difference from joining to actually going was like, well, it's a good chance I might actually go to combat, so. It would be wrong to say that Ian wasn't afraid or that the members of the 7th Combat Logistics Battalion weren't completely confident in their mission. But as they drove across the desert, the Iraq that Ian would find would not be the Iraq that he expected. When I went in, drove in, there's a complete disparity between Kuwait and southern Iraq. It's like night and day. There's people living in trailers with gun holes, bullet holes in them, 50 cal bullet holes, using puddles to drink water and to bathe in and everything. And they're coming out and waving at us like we're the next best thing, you know, because we were giving them food and things like that. When you go through, I expected this nefarious, you know, evil place. And there's people that were just just dirt poor and that i know what that means now that phrase you know they're just in the dirt with nothing they were on their way back to the base when the shelling started and once it started it became his constant companion for the rest of his tour so we're walking down and we're like right to about to get into the wadi and this fucking explosion goes off to the left of us which is way far away like two football fields they call it walking it in. So they shoot a mortar, they move the tube, barely any millimeters or whatever the case, and then fire again. But that trajectory is much further when it lands. So they started walking him in. And I was terrified. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I started running. And once you get an adrenaline dump like that, like I just remember the mortars, the, them coming in, but apparently they'd hit over by the barracks that were to the left of us. And um, an individual got hit, and the shrapnel hit him in the privates. And we were running up there because he was screaming for help. He was screaming for his mom. Chaos and confusion reigned in Iraq in a way that just didn't seem possible to Ian merely a year before. 
it wasn't just the combat, and it wasn't just the casualties. It was the insidiousness with which they all occurred. As an example, one of the combat engineers' responsibility was to repair and rebuild the roads of Iraq. So Ian and his team would go out every day, and they would fill potholes. But at night, the insurgents would dig up the patches and insert IEDs. The next day, there would be an explosion, and sometimes a death. And so let's think about that question we started with. How long can you stay brave? Ian made it four years, or so he thought. But along the way, he left some of his humanity back in Iraq. His interpreter had just got his fucking head cut off with four other interpreters because they were helping out us. And like, yeah, dude, we just found the bodies. We found the heads first. And um, we, we just buried them, like nonchalant, you know. Or uh, this guy got shot. We shot somebody in the neck. And because he didn't stop in time, I was fucking laughing. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't care. I was like, okay, like, you know, what, what does it matter if, if they don't give a fucking shit about us and, and you know, they're, they're trying to blow us up all the time. So that's what, that's what I felt like. <clears throat> and I came home the second time. I was completely different. I was, everyone said it too. I didn't feel like I was a part of anything anymore. Um, I felt really disconnected. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to right now. To find a link to subscribe to This Is War, simply tap or swipe over the cover art. Are you a combat veteran, or do you know one with a story to tell? Reach out to us at stories at thisiswar.com with your dates, branch of service, and a brief description of the experience that you'd like to share. Hey, if you like this and want to hear more, make sure to subscribe to This Is War by Wondery. And one way you can do that is go to wondery.fm slash reconsider so they know who sent you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.